This Rhythm and News podcast is brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.ctacshops.com. Uh, the Seattle MLK Junior Organizing Coalition is gearing up for the annual MLK Marching Rally to take place next Monday, January 16th at Garfield High School in Seattle. And we're going to talk about the event. This is Bobby Alexander, Vice Chair of the Committee. Good morning, Bobby. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing good in yourself? You know, sick kids, all the, the things that happen with uh, being an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Um, Bobby, this year marks the 40th anniversary of the local march here in Seattle. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the significance of this effort over the years, but particularly this year? Yeah, I mean, I think that this year is particularly challenging because we're coming off of uh, all of the what I call COVID celebrations, um, which took such a financial toll on so many organizations in our community that typically fund the Martin Luther King March and Rally. Uh, I do believe that there's this thought out there that the march will just happen by itself, uh, but it happens through the, the donations and kindness of um, numerous corporations and unions throughout King County uh, that support us. I mean, for example, we used to get a $10,000 check every year from the Muckleshoot tribe. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen this year, for example. So uh, this year has been particularly challenging because we have less money but we have more bills, and as everybody in King County has has experienced, the inflation, et cetera, has definitely made the bills more expensive. So we have an input and output problem, um, but we will still have our celebration. It will still be grandiose, and, and we'll do our best to make sure that it's an event uh, we're being proud of. Right. Well, you know how it is in our community. We've always had to, you know, figure out ways and, and do more with less, and it, it's, it's, you know, part of the thing that a lot of us had to come uh just to kind of get past and work through. With that being said, you know, there are many people who associate longtime community members like Eddie Rye and Larry Gossett and others as the drivers and organizers of this event. Uh, but the organization has been infused with new blood in recent years, um, like yourself, which hopefully means that this tradition will continue here in Seattle for years to come. Yeah, I, I hope so. Uh, Eddie and Larry are, you know, Bob Barnes and Kale uh, Shannon and Susan Freed, and Clifton, I mean, these are people that have been involved in it uh, for literally 20 years plus. And those are people that I respect. Those are our founders and still active members. But it's Shotted Moore is our chair. Uh, I've been the vice chair. And we've essentially been running it together since 2015. So it's, it's definitely something that we want to make sure it goes on in perpetuity. Uh, we are the oldest, at least. At least I was informed that we're the oldest uh, Martin Luther King celebration uh, that has been going consecutively in King County, at least at a minimum. 
so it, it matters to me that while I'm in leadership, it persists. Uh, nobody wants to be the person that let this thing die. So mm-hmm. that's why we have our youth internship program. Um, this year we had five students. Um, we, we went as far as, I think, like North Bend, as far as recruiting and getting students in our internship program. We had, one, we had two from Garfield, one from O'Day. Uh, so people in the neighborhood, people that we feel like could potentially foster this group uh, moving forward. You know, and we're trying to find that next generation, that next group of great leaders, because it's so vital to our organization. Uh, as, it, as I said already, it won't happen on its own. Right. Now, Bobby, let's talk a little bit about what people can expect from this year's event, because the event is really broken up into three parts, the workshops, the rally, and then the march. Mm-hmm. Right. So we'll have those workshops. Um, like last night, there was a workshop uh, by the Black Prisoners Caucus, which I heard went extremely well. Um, but there'll be workshops in the morning, I believe from 830 till 11 on the day of with the march, or not with the march, but with the rally portion inside of Garfield High School, returning to our, our home, so to speak. And that was started at 11, and then sometime close to 1, the march will begin. Uh, there is the youth program, which is on Sunday, um, and then there is the outdoor rally, which will happen probably sometime around 2 p.m., although uh, I'm not authorized to disclose the end location due to counter-protests, etc., but I can tell you that this year, um, where we finish, there'll, there'll be youth, there'll be family activities, and um, there will be a celebration that occurs that will be slightly different because uh, there's there's multiple events happening in the same location, and, and I can say that. And you know, some people, if you're reading the newspaper, will probably figure out what that means, but I, I can't say it out loud. So uh, it is what it is. As far as our program this year, I think this year is really focused on issues that are hotbed issues in the in the community so you know prison reform you know the the black prisoners caucus will be making a presentation during our program as well housing rights obviously we know how gentrification has affected the county uh, there's going to be a conversation on that labor rights we know how important it is in this city uh, in seattle specifically to earn a living wage given how expensive it is uh, so we're going to touch all those things, um, but we're also going to entertain you. We're going to have singers. Uh, we're going to have spoken word. We're going to entertain you, and we're going to educate you in this event. Right. And, Bobby, I think there's a, uh, you guys have a few virtual events that will take place this Saturday as well. Is that correct? Is it this Saturday? Yes. Uh, let me see. If I get on SeattleMLKCoalition.org, which is something I would encourage everybody to do, uh, you'll be able to access a full uh, schedule. So um, the workshops between January 10th and January 14th require pre-registration, and then obviously the in-person um, are from 9.30 to 10.50 on site. So um, as far as anything that's happening on Saturday, you would have had to pre-register for that, uh, but you can, you can go on our website and accomplish that. So uh, that's what I can tell you about those workshops. Now, the event on Sunday that I was speaking on, which is the intern event, is at 2 o'clock on Rainier Avenue Radio, and that's just like a virtual broadcast, and we'll be posting that um, on our website uh, as well as other platforms, so you won't miss it. All right. Is there a theme for this year's event? Yeah, I think the theme is a bit nebulous, and I don't want to criticize it, but it's, you know, it's the 40 years. Uh, celebrating 40 years of, of Dr. King's legacy, and, and it's it's 
a theme that, like I said, is sort of goes to this idea that Dr. King stands for so many things. Um, and it goes to this idea that our event stands for so many different things. Like I said, whether that's bringing knowledge to the people on the hotbed issues of the day. I mean, 2022 was absolutely crazy between Roe versus Wade um, and, you know, obviously with 2021 with George Floyd, et cetera. The last couple of years have just had so many of so many things rise to the surface that I think have building tension for a long time. And, you know, we're going to try to touch all of those things in the spirit of, of Dr. King, which is the spirit of social justice, tolerance and, and inclusivity. All right. All right. And Bobby, uh, before I let you go, I'm just going to ask you to give the um, time, date and location once again. And also um, just kind of allow you to talk directly to the communities of people who either a uh, might not have been to the march and rally uh, in a few years for whatever that reason could be. Um, and also, uh, what would you say to people who have not attended one of these march and rallies before here in Seattle? Well, I think. I think I would say to the person who's who's never been to the march that this is one event that you can come to every year, you can bring your family, and you can have an experience where people from different walks of life are going to come together and treat each other like siblings. They're going to treat each other like people who care about each other in a time and climate where that has become increasingly rare. This is an event where people are excited to be there, they're happy to be there, there's food, there's entertainment, um, it's it's a good thing for the community, and frankly, if you're an African-American person, it might even just remind you of uh, what the Central District used to be like, what Garfield High School might have been like when you went there in the 80s or 90s. Uh, it really is a coming a homecoming event. For a lot of our community leaders, you'll see the mayor there. You'll see um, all those all those people that you mentioned earlier on this call that have been civil rights leaders in this community for a long time. Um, I encourage everybody to come out because, like I said, we, we need your attendance, we need your donations, uh, and and mostly we need this to continue um, because the, the the legacy of Dr. King is so important in this country, particularly now. Like I was saying. At a time where people won't even talk to others that they disagree with, you know, Dr. King was willing to build bridges with people who, frankly, were at were responsible for his own oppression, and that that tolerance, that willingness to engage, is is something that we all need at this moment and and moving forward. All uh, right. So it'll it'll make sure you come out on January 16th. The rally starts at 11. Um, the school will probably be open around 8 o'clock. Um, because the opportunity fair where you can you can get a job potentially on site on site does start at eight thirty at Garfield. All right. Um, all right, Bobby. Well, I want to thank you for joining us on today's show. Um, thank you to you and the rest of your uh, colleagues on the committee uh, for once again putting on uh, this event. We know it's uh, it's a heavy lift to get to pull this thing together each and every year, but you guys do it flawlessly, and people can kind of come out and enjoy. Um, the activities, but also more importantly, reflect upon uh, the day and Dr. King and his legacy uh, in Seattle. Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity. All right. Again, the event will take place on Monday, January 16th, uh, beginning at about 8.30 a.m. at Garfield High School in Seattle. I'd like to encourage uh, everybody to 
participate in uh, this event and other events around the community over the course of this weekend.